Welcome to Inspiration to Creation. If you're feeling a little bit directionless in creating an authentic life or business for yourself, or maybe you're just in need of a little more purpose in your days, then you've come to the perfect place. Together, we'll hear from special guests, share stories and strategies to help us lead a more purpose-led life. The journey from inspiration to creation is powered by purpose, and I'm so happy that you're here today to start that journey. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Inspiration to Creation. I'm your host Claire Foote from Amila Studio. So today on the show, I wanted to go through a few practical steps as to how you can start aligning to your purpose and really start figuring out what it is that your purpose is. If you're like me, the past few years have felt like your head is just in a constant swell, like you're a spinning top because there just seems to be constant changes coming at us from every possible angle, whether it be technologies or environmental, political or economic changes. They just kind of always seem to be coming at once and it seems that life is only continuing to speed up rather than slow down. So it's never been more important to have a clear understanding of where you're going and why you're going there. You can find stability in aligning to your purpose and understanding where you're going and why. This really applies in business as well as in life. Your purpose is the reason why you do what you do, the impact that you want to make and the value that you want to create. When your mindset and your purpose are in sync, you can overcome obstacles and pursue your goals. But most importantly, it really gives you a sense of fulfillment along the journey. I know that this can be easier said than done, though. Often we understand the premise. Okay, great. We'll just align with our purpose. Fabulous. Sounds good. We can understand that intellectually, but it's another thing to actually take action and know where the hell we're going and why. You might be thinking right now, I don't know what my purpose is. What does it all mean? Claire, it's all well and good that you're saying align to your purpose, but I have no idea what my purpose is. And trust me, I've been there. It's fine to sit in that overwhelm for a minute, but let's just say only a minute that it's time to put on our big girl pants and take some action. So I've put together a few practical steps for you today that you can start to implement to begin the journey of unlocking your purpose. I like to think of these steps as a purpose practice. I truly believe that aligning with your purpose is a practice. You're never going to get it 100% and that's all right. I like to think of it that we want to make progress, not perfection. And trust me, perfectionism is something that I've really struggled with and that in itself is a practice for me. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting more aware of it, but it is something that rears its head for me. So let's go with that. Progress, not perfection. So the more that you're open to the idea of finding purpose and putting these habits into place to shift your mindset, the sooner your purpose will really unlock and become known to you. I know from personal experience that you can't simply just claim something to be your purpose, just to have an idea and think, great, that's going to be my purpose. I'll latch onto that and everything else will fall in place. It doesn't actually work that way because it, it needs to be something that's really authentic to you, something that lights you up and really brings you joy. 
Because when you're authentically aligned, following your purpose is not a struggle. It will be really inspiring. Okay, so let's dive into my three practical tips that you can start taking today to start figuring out your purpose. So the first step in clarifying your purpose is to understand the vision of your life. So start picturing your future self, your future career and understanding what it is that that looks like, what you want for yourself. So when you picture your future self, I find it really helpful to consider the feelings. How do you want to feel in your future self? And how do those feelings differ from how you feel within yourself day to day right now? I find it easy to lead with the feeling because sometimes you can't visualize what you want your future to be. When there's a whole wide world of possibility, it can be really difficult to narrow it down. And I know from my own experience, that's somewhere that I've sat for a really long time, just kind of sitting in a space of overwhelm and letting that overwhelm almost consume me rather than taking a different approach and going to my feelings and kind of settling in on how I want to feel in my future and then letting that unlock visualizations slowly but surely. So in tandem to sitting in the feeling of your future self, I personally like to do this through meditation. So going in a quiet space, taking a few deep breaths to center myself and then really settling into my future self, the feelings, letting that bubble up within me and then trying to unpack what it means, what feelings, what labels I associate with those feelings. And another really helpful way is to create a vision board. I personally like creating a vision board on Pinterest because there's just an abundance of images available to you. I just like to scroll through and then I save to a my future self vision board. And as I go through, I just save everything without a filter. So without asking myself why, I just kind of unconsciously just click save, 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 save. And then once I go back to reflect on it, I kind of look at the images and then try and unpack why. Why have I saved this for myself? Why does this visually represent something that I want to align to in the future? And by going through those images and really understanding why, that can help you get some clarity and direction of your life purpose because then you can start looking at things like, oh, okay, there seems to be a common theme. My purpose-led future is going to be creative, educational, whatever it is, however you like to describe your future self. Keeping in mind that your purpose should always be meaningful and authentic to you. Sometimes you can fall in that trap of doing what I've just said, a Pinterest board and pinning a heap of images that are really beautiful and inspiring. But then when you look back at them, sometimes it may not actually be an authentic reflection of you. You may be looking at something and then you kind of go back to that feeling, look at it and go and reevaluate. Oh, is this authentic to me? Is this actually a feeling that sits well with me? Is this authentic to the direction that I want to be taking my life in? A vision board can also be done tactilely. Is that a word? Tactly? Whatever. (laughs) Tactilely. We'll go with that tactilely, by creating a physical vision board where you write things down, take magazine clippings, print out images, all that sort of thing. I love that purely because you're getting kind of all your senses involved by cutting everything out. It's quite creative and you're pasting them all on. I really love that option and you take the same approach by then looking at everything and understanding and kind of unpacking 
why you've selected them. The only reason I lead with Pinterest is the fact that often you have a larger quantity of images to choose from rather than magazines. If you've just got a couple of magazines around your house, it's likely that they go through a similar vein if you've got all Vogue Living magazine, for example. They're all in the Vogue Living brand rather than a cross-reference of multiple viewpoints. Excuse me for the interruption, but I wanted to extend an invite to you to our in-person Purpose and Pinot event. It's going to be held on Thursday, the 7th of September from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock in Collingwood, Victoria. We'll be creating vision boards, discussing the secret to aligning to our purpose and connecting with like-minded people. Spaces are limited, so if you'd like to reserve a spot, please send me an email, hello at amillastudio.com.au. The mystery location will be revealed upon confirming your spot. Okay, let's get back into the main show. My next practical tip to gain clarity on your purpose is to start being aware of your values. Now, this is a big one. I think that we could do many, many podcast episodes on this and I'm sure that we will in the future because there's also a lot of ways that you can unpack your values. But let me just start by saying this, that your values and purpose are heavily intertwined and one should always be serving the other they should be working in tandem and I like to begin with values before purpose because values usually are a reflection of your behavior and the things that you really hold dear to yourself whereas your purpose can often feel big overwhelming and a bit lofty so if we figure out our values first we can then ensure that the purpose that we create and articulate for ourselves is really aligned with the values that we know to be true to ourselves. So when we're trying to uncover our values, sometimes it can, can be really difficult to articulate them just off the top of your head. Because if you found this podcast and if you're looking for more purpose, it usually means that you're out of alignment. You're not really feeling like you're living to your full potential as if you've got more to give and often it means that you're not actually living your day-to-day in alignment with your values. The things that you really hold dear to you, often you're not actually living those out, you're not behaving in alignment to those day-to-day so that's why you feel that lack of fulfilment. We kind of have to dig a little bit deeper to understand what we truly value. I find this such an important exercise because I can tell you from personal experience, prior to sitting down to figure out my own personal values and taking the time and the space to do so, I definitely was going through life just contorting into the shapes that other people wanted me to be and just going along for the ride. I was people pleasing and just really unsure of myself and my own values. It meant that the times my gut instincts was telling me no, I didn't use another filter to understand why. If my gut instincts was telling me no, I would then kind of brush it off as being impractical. Whereas now that I have my Now that I have a firm understanding of my personal values, if my gut instinct is telling me no, I then look to my values and understand, okay, is this aligning with my values? And if it's not, then I'm like, well, that's another filter. My gut is saying no and my values are saying no as well. So that gives me the 
autonomy to say no with confidence rather than neglecting that gut instinct, which is what I've done in the past. And it has not served me, let me tell you that. Journaling is a fabulous way of uncovering your personal values. I like to do it by reflecting on the day, whether it literally be at nighttime, you reflect on the day that was, or come the morning, you reflect on the day prior. And kind of stream of consciousness, you really just write down everything that happened during the day, whether it was positive or negative, either way, write it all down so that then you can look back and understand the positive things, the things that really brought you joy, where your values may align to that, where there's certain things that you were doing that you'd love to be doing more of and how do your values shine through in that behaviour. The same can be true for the things that didn't feel good, that you didn't align with. A good one I like to use is if you come across someone that just rubs you up the wrong way and you end up saying to yourself things like, oh, you know, they just don't have any drive. To say something like that, it's really a map. It's a roadmap to where your values lie. Because seeing that in a negative light, that is not a negative quality in a person. But if it rubs you up the wrong way, it may be a map to uncover the fact that you value drive and growth. So maybe that is a personal value of yours. And an example on the flip side is things that may be bringing you joy from my own personal experience, creativity, like being creative and making things, whether it be tangible pieces or digital pieces of content. That brings me so much joy. I really love being creative and being able to put a piece of myself out there. And in the past, when I was doing this exercise and reflecting on my values, I on the days when I was creative, I just had so much joy. I was really feeling more myself and more in alignment, but I was realizing that I was not being anywhere near as creative as I would like to. I really value being creative and it was something that I was pushing away to the wayside. So it meant that I felt unaligned and unfulfilled within my life journey. So that's definitely something that I've brought back once realizing what my true authentic values are. This same exercise can be done for business as well. This isn't necessarily just if you're looking for your own personal values, looking to a business, you often find behavior patterns. Like there is behavior within the business, within the way you work and the people who work alongside you. There are values that they demonstrate in their behavior and it can often be reflected in values that you don't align with and you don't want your business represented by. So you really need to be made aware of those values that are being portrayed so that we can ensure that a business is also being authentic to its values and everyone involved is aware of them so that their behavior can reflect that as well. My third and final tip for you is to allow yourself space, to allow space without technology, without interruption. And I like to ritualize leaving that space so that thoughts and feelings can actually land. Often, I mean, we started we started the beginning of this conversation by saying how quick and almost out of control everything feels when there's all these advancements in 
technology and economics and everything like that. Everything is moving so, so quickly that often there's not enough time for us to take a step back and really settle in and understand, okay, what is it that I need for myself? So my third practical tip is to take that space for yourself. I like to ritualise it by... By taking time at the same time every day, I do it first thing in the morning. I like to light a candle and just journal. That's the way that I like to create space for myself so that I can kind of gather my thoughts. But another way that people often do it is uh, in the shower when you're distraction free. All you've got is your thoughts and feelings with you. Often lots of people have like eye opening aha moments in the shower. And that's generally why, because we're distraction free. So by allowing ourselves that space to go distraction free will open, open us up to the opportunity for our purpose to become more clear. I hope that these practical tips and tricks are helpful on your road to gaining clarity to your purpose. I'm so excited to catch you next week for another ep. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Inspiration to Creation. If you've enjoyed this episode, please come and connect with me on Instagram at Amilla Studio or in our Facebook discussion group. Just search Inspiration to Creation podcast. This is an independent podcast and I'm so appreciative of your time and support. If you could follow this podcast on the platform that you're listening to this episode on or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'd be forever grateful. It helps so, so much to spread the word about purpose. Thanks again. Bye. This podcast is created for educational and entertainment purposes only and not intended as a substitute for seeking professional help.